everyone, Brittany here. Unfortunately, sickness has befallen Tim's household, and mine as well, so we don't have a new episode of Frenemy for you this week. Instead, we'd like to highlight our sister podcast, The Pub Trivia Experience, who just aired the finale of their mini-music trivia tournament. All of the contestants from the tournament have also been on Frenemy, and we'll be sharing episode 1, which features Mike Mott from our pilot, versus Michael Turner from episode 3. We encourage you to take a listen and to check out the rest of the tournament. You can find the rest of the episodes of PTE as well as other episodes from our sister show, Boozy Bracketology, by going to ptebb.com or searching for either show on your favorite and least favorite podcast apps. So for me and Tim, be well, get vaccinated, and we'll be back next week with a new Behind Frenemy Lines. But for now, enjoy the show, and as always, thank you for listening. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris and we are gathered here tonight being that we can't really talk movies directly right now. We're pivoting to a non-controversial subject. We are talking music. We have got episode one of the Hot Seat Head-to-Head Mini Tournament. We have got three entry-level games. The winners of these three games will go head-to-head-to-head in a music trivia championship game that you'll hear right on the pub trivia experience now before we get into the game i want to get a disclaimer out of the way first listen we support everything that's going on with the writers guild sag after we support them with trivia though don't read anything into this if there is a question that tangentially ties to movies we're not promoting anything but trivia kind of touches all realms of the world this is not an effort or in any way, shape, or form telling you to promote anything, but music and movies do go sometimes go hand in hand. With that being said, let's go ahead. Let's meet our two contestants tonight. It is Mike Squared. Let's start off in Fayetteville, Alabama. No, no, Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> Who's like, doggy? Mike Mott, my friend, how you doing? What are you drinking? You know, Chris, I'm doing okay. It's, it's been a little bit of a rough, crazy day. Uh, it's the first week of school, so and my eldest just started kindergarten, so there's been all kinds of nutty happenings, but I'm super happy to be here. I'm super happy to be playing. Uh, unfortunately, I did not have a good music-themed beer on hand, but uh, it's not quite D12. I went uh, one few three fewer excuse me and what with the d9 brewing company they are out of salisbury north carolina and i hope this beer does not taste like steak i don't (laughs) think it will because it is called the brown sugar brown cow Ooh, it is a mocha brown ale 6.6 percent alcohol by volume picked up a four pack of these just this weekend is the first one i'm trying so let's see Mm. Oh yeah, that is good. That that will do. That will do very very nicely. I was just thinking uh, earlier today. I'm like, man, if I if I manage to advance to the championship in the world traveler one, and then I don't make it to the championship in the music one, then I just don't even know myself anymore. But given the formidability of my opponent, uh, I also wouldn't be surprised either. No, we're gonna go. To, we're gonna head over to South Carolina, Mike Patrick, my friend. How you doing? And what are you drinking? Oh, let's see here. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, Chris and I both just uh, got back a couple weeks ago from uh, our trip to uh, Jacksonville, Florida for the uh, Trivial Warfare Retreat. And we ended up playing a big round of board games that Saturday morning and just had a table covered with beer. We all had a beer exchange and I don't know who got what and where ended up with what, but uh, I got myself some jingle berry from the uh, crooked hammock brewery here in uh, Myrtle beach, South Carolina. I think I brought this and just took it back with me. Uh, Let's see if we can get a pop here. You know, music Christmas oriented. Let's give this a taste. Jingles. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah. That is delightful. That'll that'll work just fine. No, I'm very I'm very excited about this, uh, Mike. When you when you had your last singles head to head or had singles head to head, that makes no sense. 
<laughs> when you had your last singles music category, I right. literally played like the first 10 questions and I was beating you like by three points or something. I immediately texted Chris. <laughs> I was like, I want to play him. I can oh, beat him. Shoot. And then you ended up like the whole game beating me by like four. <laughs> I was like, this will still be fun. It's going to oh, be fun Lord. regardless. This is going to be a good time. I guess it's my turn. I don't have a fun can pop or anything. I mix, I mix myself a cocktail. So I haven't had. I, I I just mixed it downstairs. That's why I was late to the recording. I've been on a, a on a Manhattan and uh, old fashioned kick recently. So I went ahead, went ahead, and made myself a Van, Manhattan a Martino, Martina and Rossi sweet vermouth. One part, uh, four parts of this here is the Cooperstown Distillery bourbon. It is terrible by itself, but I want to see <laughs> how it is. I call this a Ligori Manhattan because there is two bourbon cherries in there. Five dashes of bitters, which is a lot of bitters, and I'm going to regret mm. that later. And then just a splash of cherry juice. But cheers, y'all. Cheers, gentlemen. Oh, I'm not regretting that at all. That's... <laughs> wow. That vermouth really cuts the the, the crap whiskey taste out of it. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember the first time that you popped that on the podcast. <laughs> I was so excited, and it was such a letdown. Yep. Um, and I am drinking it out of my Florida State University rocks glass and hoping for good news here in the next year or so about leaving the godforsaken ACC. <laughs> By the way, I was so excited. It was such a letdown title of your sex tape. <laughs> yeah. <sadly. laughs> Except, yeah, not, never mind. <laughs> also, the title of Mike Mott's performance here tonight. Let's Ooh. get into it. Oh, damn. All right. Uh, so I am going to be referring to you by your last name, if that's okay. Sure. Because you're obviously both named Mike. <laughs> so, Mike Mott, do you want odds or evens for the pregame? I will do odds because I am odd. Okay. Turner, you're getting evens. Here's your pregame. The category for the pregame is the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. I'm going to name either an artist or a group, and then I'm going to give you two of their songs. All you have to tell me. Which song was on the Billboard Hot 100 longer? Oh, okay. Okay. Mike, you have odds. We're going to start with you. Your artist is Janet Jackson. Is it the song Doesn't Really Matter or When I Think About You? Oof. It's got to be When I Think About You. I just feel like that song was just everywhere. So that's what I'm going to say. When I Think About You was on for 19 weeks. Doesn't Really Matter. 24 weeks. Oh. I mean, that song was pretty prolific, too, so I'm not too surprised. Well, Mike, uh, Mott, sorry, this is going to be confusing. <laughs> game. Turner, we're over to you. Your artist is going to be Shania Twain. Ew. Okay. Which song was on the Hot 100 longer? Was it That Don't Impress Me Much or You're Still the One? Oh. Uh. I feel like you're still the one is the more prolific song and that you know, like, you know, you hear it at pretty much every wedding. Almost. You will not hear it at my wedding, but you hear it at most <laughs> weddings. Um, but I, w you know what? No, I'm going to, I'm going to go with you're still the one. Well, you get in that question, right? Don't impress me much, but that is a correct answer. You're still the one 42 weeks. That don't impress me much. 28 weeks. Yeah. I mean, those were both massive, but <laughs> well, Mike, for you, we're going back to the 90s, the late 90s, per se. So maybe a stronghold for you. Your artist is the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> right. The late 90s when I was listening to the Backstreet. Boys. <laughs> Mike, your two songs are I Want It That Way or Quit Playing Games. <laughs> Again, both massive hits. Uh you know what my my gut was it's got to be i want it that way i feel like that's I, I just feel like that would probably be their biggest hit so that's what i'm gonna go with i want it that way it was on the billboard charts for 31 weeks quit playing games was 43 yeah i was waiting as soon as you delivered that i'm like just yeah quit playing games with my heart and just tell me i'm wrong <laughs> i want it that way Mike, after that, O for two performance. Mm. I got the feeling you're going to be saying this next song. It's bye 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 because Michael Turner, you're getting in sync. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is it bye 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 or it's going to be May? 
Okay, both uh, both off the massive No Strings Attached album that I may or may not have purchased at a Best Buy in Columbia, South Carolina. <laughs> uh, yeah, no in shame. college. Those are two catchy songs. In college. And, uh, let's, listen, no shame in my game. Um, <laughs> I'm... Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye was on for 23 weeks. It's gonna be me on for 25. Oof. Oh, see, that's close. That's close. That is close. close. Yeah, it's close. Mike, I, I have some good news for you, my friend. We're sticking in the late 90s, early aughts, and we're going over to rock music. <laughs> okay. Specifically, we're going to new metal because you get Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Jesus. Are you kidding me? Right. What song was on the Hot 100 longer? I will say these are significantly shorter than the other ones. Was it Nookie or Rollin? Oh, it's um, it's got to be Rollin, right? Like, I mean, Nookie was big, but I just feel like Rollin first was the first single off of that off the Chocolate Starfish whatever album. So, and I I feel like that was their follow up to their big hit album. So, I feel like it's got to be Rollin. The album is called Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water, Mike. Get it right. I didn't want to say the whole thing, but yes. That is a classic piece of Americana that we will remember for the rest of our lives. With that being said, Roland's a correct answer. <laughs> Yay, I got one. Nookie was and on it was Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Nookie was on for 11 weeks, Roland on for 17. I, d- okay. I don't think Roland was the first single, though. I think My Generation was the first single. It was terrible. Oh, shit. Actually, I think you're right. Now that you say that, I think you're right. Hmm. I don't know. I wasn't following Lip Biscuit either. I just remember the music video for Roland being just absolutely insane. Like the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever seen. Turner, we're over to you. We're sticking in the late 90s, early 2000s new metal scene. You're getting corn. Is it Here to Stay or Twisted Transistor? Neither of these two is my favorite corn song. Do you have uh, a favorite corn song? I do. It's um falling away from me, actually. That is actually a really good song. Yeah. Um uh, I will say that here to stay was not here to stay, and I will go twisted transistor. We have a little bit of a theme here because these two songs are the the lowest on the list. Twisted transistor was on for eleven weeks. Here to stay was on for twelve. That is an Oof. incorrect answer. Whew. If you had gotten that one right, you'd have been beating me, beating me down. <laughs> Sorry, you know you knew this was going to happen, Chris. I, Come on, I, I, I didn't think about this when I agreed to host. So <laughs> you I clearly didn't. All right. Well, we are going on to the last two questions each. They are both. They both have one correct answer. Question number seven, Mike. We're going over to hip hop for you. Or rap. I don't know what it's called. This is Drake. It's Drake. <laughs> this is called Degrassi. Yeah. Yes. So Canadian rapper Drake, is it going to be God's plan or wait for you? <laughs> All right. So around about, I don't know, 10 plus years ago, right around, right around when Drake first broke was right around the time that I pretty much went from paying very little attention to pop music to not paying attention to pop music altogether. So I don't actually know either of these songs by title. Um, I'm going to say it's God's, was it God's plan? Is that what you called it? Yeah. All right. That's what I'm going to say. God's plan on the hot 100 for 36 weeks. Wait for you was there for 41. Wow. All right. Wait for you would have been a correct answer. All right. Michael Turner, you're going to get Justin Bieber. Oh, my favorite. Is it going to be Despacito or what do you mean? I mean, Despacito was freaking huge. Um, what do you mean? I think it's a little better song, but I, mm, I can't imagine it was bigger than Despacito. That that's tough. No, I'm gonna say Despacito. Despacito was on there. Oh my god, fifty-two weeks. Mm, yeah, so it was year huge. For yep. What do you mean was on for 31? Despacito is a correct answer. Mike, we're back to like rappers that kind of formed our youth and early college years. 
the odd number here is Jay-Z. Okay. Is it Can I Get a or Empire State of Mind? <sighs> One of these songs is really good. The other is Can I Get a. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy the crazy thing is one of these I can I actually can do almost the whole thing and it's How dare not... you decry the rush hour soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> can I hit it in the morning with right. All right, um I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to subject our listeners to that. Uh these both both huge. I feel like Empire State of Mind was huger. So I'm going to say Empire State of Mind. Empire State of Mind 38 weeks on the Hot 100. Can I get a was Crush me. 39. I knew it. I knew it was coming. You son of a bitch. Damn it. Oh, Mike's going to come out of the pregame with one correct one. answer. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Turner, this is over to you. We're sticking with the, uh, the hip hop and rap of my generation. You're getting Dr. Dre. What song was on the hot 100 longer? Was it forgot about Dre or nothing but a G thing? Hmm. So, Nothing but a G thing was the beginning of, you know, the Cali sound, the gangster rap, but not quite before, you know, Snoop Dogg really popped it off. Forgot about Dre was, you know, kind of coasted on Eminem's hook. I said, I'm going to say forgot about Dre. Hmm. Forgot about Dre was on there for 20 weeks. Nothing but a G thing was on for 27. Yeah. All right. Coming out of the pregame, your scores is two to one. Super impressive. Yeah. Remember, these two. This is going to go great. They, they, They asked for a music game. We did. Okay, we're going to ping pong back and forth in the hot seat rounds. You're going to get one point for each correct answer. You will not lose points for incorrect answers. If time runs out and there's an odd number of questions asked, we will make the other person whole and give them one final question. 15 minutes is going to be on the clock. Your time will begin after I read your first question. We're going to start with Mr. Mott. Gentlemen, are we ready? After that pregame, I'm not so sure, but let's do it. Let's go. Before we go, uh, we are song by Lewis Capaldi. <laughs> Before we go, we have a uh, an opportunity here because we've got a couple of um, advertisers that have opted to advertise with us here at the Pub Trivia Experience. One of them is actually on the show. <laughs> One fourth of the Dad Bods Band is here, Mike. <laughs> We're going to play your ad here in just a second, and y'all need to listen to this. It is oh, amazing. Gosh. <laughs> Mike, tell us about your upcoming EP. Yeah, so uh, me and a couple friends, uh, we, we've we been talking for years about trying to get a recording project together. We live all over the country, but we, uh, we're all fathers now of fairly young children, and we decided why don't we... Uh, start writing songs about the experience of parenting. And so we were we were working on that for a couple of years and kind of uh, doing things virtually. And we decided to descend upon uh, Raleigh, North Carolina one weekend, uh, actually about a year ago now, uh, where our uh, frequent uh, contributor to the show, Jeff Woodhead, lives. Uh, he's also part of the band. And uh, spend two, weekend, two days a weekend in a recording studio. And we cut six songs and made an EP it's called Sanity is Waning. Uh, we're, we're, we're pretty proud of it. We think we got a good set of songs. Uh, we all share lead vocals, instrument duties, all that kind of fun stuff. So, uh, you know, um, yeah, check us out. Uh, the, um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Chris is putting me on the spot, so I'm drawing a blank on the links and everything like that. I believe that. it's dadbods.bandcamp.com, but it's going to be in the ad that's dropping right now. Is this a common phrase in your house? Do you ever say this to your kids? At the end of the day, do you find yourself thinking? Then we have the music you need. Sanity is Waning, the debut EP from the Dad Bods. Coming August 29th to a streaming platform near you. Find us on Facebook or visit us at dadbodsmusic.bandcamp.com for more information. But let's go in to hot seat round one. I've got 15 minutes on the clock. Mike, Mott, we're starting with you. 
gentlemen, here we go. Mott, which members of the Bee Gees were twin brothers? Oh, gosh, I don't think I knew any of them were twins. Uh, can I just say the Gibbs? <laughs> M- Maurice and Barry? Were there more than one Gibbs? <laughs> Was they, it, were, were they all brothers or were just two of them brothers? I don't even I, know. Sorry. I know the, there were the more BGs than two. The are the brothers yeah. Gibb. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say Maurice and Barry. I don't know. No, unfortunately, it's Maurice and Robin Gibb. Maurice and Robin. Damn it. Okay. All right. Turner, Watermark is an album by which singer? Oh, God. This is unfamiliar. Um... Lord. Unfortunately not. It is a one-named artist. It's Enya. Okay. Mott. Rod Stewart and Sting teamed up with which Canadian singer for the Three Musketeers single, All My Love? I believe that was Brian Adams. That was Brian Adams. Turner, over to you. Which 1996 hit song by the Fugees featured lyrics by Roberta Flack? Killing Me Softly. Killing Me Softly is a correct answer. Mike Mott. Eye of the Tiger was the theme song for which movie? Uh, shoot. I know it's Rocky. I just don't know. Are you going to ask me to be more specific? I need a specific answer here. Yeah, Rocky 3. Rocky 3 is a correct answer. Turner, which Amy Winehouse song contains the lyric, you went back to what you knew, so far removed from what we went through? Back to Black. Back to Black is a correct answer. Mott, over to you. Donald McKinley Glover Jr. performs his music under what stage name? Childish Gambino. The Childish Gambino is correct. Turner, which Katy Perry song contains the words, you hear my voice, you hear that sound, like thunder gonna shake your ground? Roar. You're gonna hear me roar. (laughs) Oh, that's a correct answer. Mott. The plane crash that took the lives of Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper was dubbed what by Don McLean in his hit song American Pie? Uh, Are you looking for the day the music died? I am looking for the day the music died. Turner, what U.S. state did the Mamas and the Papas dream about in their 1965 hit song? California, here we go. And thanks to that, we got the... (laughs) Different song, but yep. (laughs) We got the TV show California Dreams. California is correct. Mott, we are over to you. What song opens with the lyrics, today is going to be the day that you're going to throw it back to you? Sorry. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. Back to you. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out if those are the exact... I thought, today is going to be the day... That they're going to throw oh, it is. Yeah. Wonderwall. Wonderwall is a correct answer. <laughs> I was thinking is I'm going to throw it back for some reason. It's not like I've heard that song a thousand times or anything. <laughs> anyway. Turner, which band welcomed us to the hotel, California in 1976. The Eagles. Eagles is a correct answer. Mott name size 2012 one hit wonder. Can you spell the artist's name? Psy, P-S-Y. Oh, Psy. Okay. I was like, I had Sia in my head for some reason. Psy mm. would be Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style is correct. Mr. Turner, which of these actors is also the name of a 2001 Gorilla song? Clint Eastwood, John Wayne, or Henry Fonda? Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood is correct. He's feeling glad about that one. <laughs> you proud of that joke? I am. It should be. It should be. <laughs> Ma, which member of the Beatles was born on ninth on the ninth of October, nineteen forty? Uh, let's see. I'm the oldest was Ringo, so I'm going to say Ringo. Unfortunately, John Lennon. John Lennon. Yeah, they were uh, both born in forty. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Turner, Jimmy Page, and Robert Plant were members of which band? Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin is correct. 
can't believe I missed a Beatles question. Damn it. <laughs> My Robert Smith is the lead singer of which English rock band? The Cure. The Cure is correct. Robert Smith. Turner. What nationality are the electric electronic duo Daft Punk? They're French. They are French. Nicely done. Well done. Mott, we're back over to you. Which country musician's guitar is nicknamed Trigger? Is that Roy Rogers? Unfortunately not. Puff Puff Pass. That's Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Oh, shit. I totally knew that, too. Damn it. I don't don't think he passes. I think it's Puff Puff Pass. No. Yeah. Yeah. Turner, back to you. Damn it. I totally knew that. What legendary rock star's alter ego was the Lizard King? Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison is correct. Mott. What was the name of Christina Aguilera's debut hit single? Uh, the first one I remember is Genie in a Bottle. Well, you got to rub me the right way. That is a correct answer. <laughs> Anytime. Is, is there a wrong way to rub you? Yes. <laughs> 100% a wrong way to rub me. Don't touch, <laughs> don't touch the back of my head. That's it. All right. Well, we mentioned this one earlier. We're going back to Turner here. Turner, what nationality is Sia? Oh, God. S-I-A. Sia. Complete guess. Um, Canadian. No, unfortunately. Australian. I was was thinking she was Australian, yeah. Mott, what 1985 track featured David Bowie and Mick Jagger? Oh, gosh. Um, Wasn't it the uh, Dancing in the Streets? The cover Dancing in the Streets? Dancing in the Streets is a correct answer. Turner, what album from Nirvana does the song Smells Like Teen Spirit appear on? Never mind. I mean, if you want to skip the question, we can. That's what I was like. Ask me, ask me a different question. No. I was going to make the joke if you didn't, Chris. Well done. <laughs> All right. So just a quick time check here. Y'all got about seven and a half minutes remaining. Mott, we're back to you. What band had a 1974 hit with You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet? Bachman Turner Overdrive. Bachman Turner Overdrive is a correct answer. Turner, what song by Tammy Waynette opens with the lyrics, Sometimes It's Hard to Be a Woman? Stand By Your Man. Stand By Your Man is a correct answer. Heavyweight battle here, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not paying attention, this is a heavyweight battle. Mott, <laughs> we are back to you. Enter Sandman by Metallica opens which 1991 album? Uh, I mean, it's commonly called the Black Album, but it's officially just Metallica. Metallica is a correct answer. Turner, Aqua had a 1997 hit with what song? Uh, Very of the moment. Uh, Barbie Girl. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Barbie Girl is a correct answer. I have not seen that that flick yet, but we're not here to talk about that. We're moving right along. Mott, which band had a 1977 hit with Black Betty? Oh, sh- uh, was it uh, Ram Jam? Ram Jam's a correct yeah. answer. Good nice ball. Ball. <laughs> All right, Turner, over to you. Which band had a hit in 1985 with Take On Me? Aha! Sorry, the answer just came to me. It's uh, it's aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now he's just taking the jokes out from under me. Aha uh-huh is yep. the correct answer. Mott, we're back to you. What band did Morrissey front until 1987? The Smiths. The Smiths is a correct answer. Turner. Sammy Davis Jr. was a member of which informal group of Las Vegas singers? The Rat Pack. If you got that wrong, you'd be kicked off the show. The rap back is great. <laughs> I was literally going to say the same thing Chris just said. We Get out of my head, dude. This is crazy. Right. I'll get out of your head and into your bed, okay? Okay. Mott, we're over to you. Which 1972 rock song featuring a classic riff was created after the band saw a casino on fire in Monroe on the Lake Geneva shoreline? You're looking for the song? Looking for the name of the song. Uh, Smoke on the Water? Smoke on the water is correct. Mm -hmm. Turner, what kind of day did Lou Reed have according to his 1972 hit song? Bad day? So you had a bad day. You got the question wrong. That's not Lou Reed. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, the answer is a perfect day. Yeah. Okay. It's such a perfect day. He doesn't want to let me get my jokes in when I can. He just wants to move right along. (laughs) We're over to you. I got ground to make up, I think. Chuck D, Flava Flav, Professor Griff, and DJ Lord were all members of what hip-hop group? Public Enemy. Public Enemy is correct. Turner, James Newell Ostenberg Jr. is better known by what stage name? Can you repeat the name, please? James Newell Ostenberg Jr. I got nothing. Um, Moby. Uh, Not a bad guess. Mike, do you know? I have no idea. Bloodhound Gang. Uh, No, Iggy Pop. That's Iggy Pop's real name. Oh, no kidding. Today I learned. Mott, over to you. What is the name of the singer of the 2019 hit song, Someone You Loved, the first Scottish solo artist to top the U.S. charts since Shane Easton in 1981? So since Sheena Easton in 1981. Sheena Easton. So it was, 20, it was a 2019 song? Yeah. What is the name of the singer of the 2019 hit song, Someone You Loved? Yeesh. 2019, I was... In the middle of a move, my wife was pregnant. I don't remember a lot of music from that time. And I am drawing a, a total blank here. Um, uh, was Annie Lennox Scottish? I'm going to say Annie Lennox. Uh, Annie Lennox is not a correct answer. I think I, think I mentioned this guy you before. Did. I think this is Louis Capaldi. It is Louis Capaldi. Oh. Turner, over to you. Which song by the police does I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy and Faith Evans sample? Every Breath You Take. Every Breath You Take is correct. Mott, we're back to you. What is the first thing she is doing in the song Mr. Brightside by the Killers? Went out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. Gotta, gotta be done because I want it all. Start out with a kiss. I didn't end up like this. It was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. Now I'm falling asleep and I'm calling a cab. Well, shh. Well, I'm having a smoke and she's taking a drag. No, because you can't fall asleep and call a cab at the same time while I'm falling asleep and she's and calling she's a cab. calling a cab. Oh, damn no. it. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Turner, we're over to you. Which American hip hop trio had a 1986 hit with Push It? Salt in Peppa. Salt and Peppa is a correct answer. Mott, we are back to you and just a time check here. We got two minutes remaining. Which pop princess headlined the legend slot at Glastonbury in 2019 after having to cancel her performance in 2005 because of ill health? Uh, Britney Spears. Oh, no. We're looking for the down under pop princess Kylie Minogue. Oh. Who still looks good to this day and is just not fair. Yeah. (laughs) Turner, we're over to you. Who was the founder and frontman of the Motown group, The Miracles? Smokey Robinson. Oh, it's my favorite. Robinson's correct. Awesome. Mott. Complete the next line of this Beyonce song. If you liked it, then you. (laughs) Should have put a ring on it. That is correct. I don't think I ever realized that was past tense. Uh, Yes, it's a I think they never mind. Not going to kiss off song. Makes sense. But yeah, Turner, according to Tommy Two-Tone, who would you be expecting to answer if you called 8675309? Jenny, are you there on the other line, Jenny? <laughs> Jenny is correct. That was that was a are they gonna say what was Jenny's number or are they going right. to say yeah? Damn your Tommy Tutone. Damn your Tommy Tutone. Mott, we are over to you. What is the opening track to the Guns N' Roses album Appetite for Destruction? Welcome to the jungle. We do have fun in games. Welcome to the jungle is a correct answer. Turner, which band had a hit with Love Will Tear Us Apart in 1980? Joy Division. Joy Division is correct. Don't think that's what Joy looks like. Mott, we are over (laughs) to you. Who didn't want you to break this achy, breaky heart in 1992? (laughs) Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Miley's dad is a correct answer. Turner. (laughs) The British band Soft Cell covered which 1964 Gloria Jones song in 1982? Whoa, Tainted Love. And he got that in just after the timer. Tainted Love is correct. Boom, great round. 
Great round, Turner. Awesome, awesome stuff. Holy I think I'm down crap. by like four now. <laughs> you are not I'm down by that much. I don't think three. How this I'm still mad about that killer's question. Damn it. I like oh, skipped so right over that line. Your score is coming out of hot seat round one. Turner does have a slight lead. It's 22 to 19. And we mentioned it earlier. We're going to go ahead and pass you over to the wonderful folks over at Liquid Courage Entertainment to tell you about the World Trivia Federation. Hey, trivia lovers. Want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered. Streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. All right, we're back. Your score is going into the halftime round. Mott's got 19. Turner's got 22. And here is your halftime question. I will tell you, there are five correct answers. They are worth four points apiece. And your halftime question is a game of matching. I'd encourage our contestants to go ahead and grab a pen and paper if they don't have one already. I'm already on my way. All right. I took this question from a good friend and host of the front, one of the hosts of the Front of Me Trivia podcast, Brittany Shaw. She was nice and sent me over, and I'm like, this is just a little too hard for these contestants. So <laughs> let me make it a little bit easier, make it a matching game. Here, and I could be misreading the scenario altogether. And if that's the case, I'm a sexist. I'll, I'll own that. But here's your question. <laughs> A throwback to the pop music of the 1990s, the pop group known as the Spice Girls was made up of sporty, scary, baby, ginger, and posh spice. Their last names when the group formed were Bunton, Chisholm, Adams, Hollowell, and Brown. Match the last name of the Spice Girl to their appropriate Spice Girl character. Those Spice Girls, again, were Sporty, Scary, Baby, Ginger, and Posh. The last names that we have were Bunton, Chisholm, Adams, Hollowell, and Brown. Lock in when you're ready. I am locked in. With the definition of a Christmas tree answer, Mike is locked in. As a side note, I don't think Brittany will mind if I share this little tidbit shortly after, uh, since Turner alluded to my uh, solo pop uh, music hot, hot seat a couple weeks ago. Shortly after that episode aired, Brittany messages me, the, the same person who provided this question, and says, so I think I've figured out your musical taste. You were an indie college radio station at non-peak hours. <laughs> and I, I replied back, that is basically dead accurate. That's dead on balls accurate, right? There. Yep. I'm, I'm locked in. All right. We have locked in our answers. Here's how this is going to go. I'll read the question again, and then I'm going to read off the name of the Spice Girl, and I'll ask you each to tell me the last name you said for them. A throwback to the pop music of the 1990s, the pop group known as the Spice Girls was made up of sporty, scary, baby, ginger, and posh spice. Their last names when the group formed were Bunton, Chisholm, Adams, Hollowell, and Brown. I want you to match the last name to the appropriate Spice Girl. Mott, we're going to start with you on this one. What last name did you associate with Sporty Spice? I think Sporty was Mel C, so I uh, did Chisholm. Turner. Yes, Sporty Spice is Melanie Chisholm. Mel Chisholm is a correct answer. Mott, we're back to you with Scary. Scary was Mel B, so I was between two, but I was pretty sure her last name was Brown. Turner. Scary Spice is indeed Melanie Brown. Melanie Brown is a correct answer. Number three is Baby. Mott. Baby, I'm pretty sure, is Bunton. Turner. Baby Spice is Emma Bunton. Still have a crush on that woman to this day. 
<laughs> Emma Bunton is correct. All right, Mott Ginger is yours. I don't. I, Ginger was always the one I had a crush on. I don't know, but I not not take anything away from Baby, but I had uh, Hollowell on this one. Turner, Jerry Hollowell, Ginger Spice. All right, that means you both got the last one right. Turner, what is Posh Spice's last name? Well, now it's Victoria Beckham, but at the time it was Victoria Adams. Matt? I also had Adams by process of elimination. <laughs> I'm glad that was a matching game because without that, I would not have done it. Oh, I, I, I knew it. I knew it stone dead without him. <laughs> well, um, they both just they ate like in a matter of minutes. This question that I took and made a little bit easier thinking there's just no way like uh, okay i'm a sexist i apologize um <laughs> i could not have gotten any of those this side of emma bunton so good for, well, i guess i could have gotten hollow because i think she had a solo career at some point yeah. um, very very brief like th- those were the only two i could have gotten without without the match i might have i might have remembered victoria beckham's maiden name was adams but oh. and then i would have known b and c <laughs> you're right well, we have a little bit of a, a score update, but the lead obviously doesn't change. <laughs> With a score, Mike Mott sitting at 39, Mike Turner sitting at 42. It's a three-point lead as we head into hot seat round two. 15 minutes, a nonstop barrage of trivia questions and answers coming at you, right? Hmm. How about now? Mott, we're starting. No, Turner, we're starting with you in round two. I apologize. Turner. Frank Beard is a member of which rock band that is fronted by two Notably bearded musicians. ZZ Top. <laughs> ZZ Top is a correct answer. The one with no beard. It's just perfect. Anyways. <laughs> Ma, which new wave band was fronted by David Byrne? Talking Heads. The Talking Heads is correct. No the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Turner. <laughs> Which Madonna song opens with the lyric, Life is a mystery, everyone must stand alone? Like a prayer. Like a prayer is a correct answer. Mott, who sang the theme song for Martin Scorsese's 1977 film, New York, New York? Uh, Frank Sinatra? No, Liza Minnelli did that iteration. Ah, Ah, okay. Turner. Louis Fonzi had a 2017 hit with Despacito. But what does Despacito mean in English? <laughs> wow. I didn't know. I had to practice my Spanish for the right? show. <laughs> um, no one expects the, the Spanish Inquisition. That's very true. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say Desperado, but that's not right. Uh, no, it means slowly. Yeah. Ah, you can make up some ground here. Who had a 1989 hit song with Love Shack? Uh, the B-52s. We've got a new wave question there for you. All right, Turner. According to the 1983 Frankie Goes to Hollywood hit song, what should we all do? Um, well, if you judge what the song is about, uh, masturbate. But no, it's relax. Correct <laughs> 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 answer. He's not wrong. You're not wrong. All right, Mott, we're over to you. Name the song. I played with your heart, got lost in the game. Oh, baby, baby. Uh, that's that's Brittany. I said earlier, which song is it? Oops, I did it again. That is a correct answer. I was trying to come up with a joke there, and I just don't have one. All right, Turner, we are over to you. I mean, the song is kind of a joke itself. <laughs> you really hated your last Spanish question. Here we go. Oh, God damn it. Which Spanish song by Los Del Rio spawned a dance craze in 1993. <laughs> uh, Macarena. This is an audio platform, sir. Macarena is a correct answer. There's no way that was 93. I would have sworn that was 95, 96. It's 96, wow. okay. I'm pretty sure. I thought it was later, yeah. Well, I, anyway, it, it might have gotten popular in 96. Maybe they recorded it. They, probably, they might have released it could have been released in their home country. In right. I think right, the right. I think the remix didn't drop until a few years later. That's probably right. Anyway. All right, Mott, we're over to you. Who released the hits Praise You right here, right now, and Rockstar and Rockefeller Skank in 1998? Fat Boy Slim. Fat Boy Slim is a correct answer. I mean, that song's not called Right About Now. 
funk soul brother <laughs> right here oh my god i'm done with you guys <laughs> Erner, we are over to you name the debut album for the band one direction oh my god <laughs> i'm so glad i went second this time you're right it's about time you came um... second mike <laughs> Ooh. deserved sorry uh, self-titled uh no uh that song the album is called up all night mm-hmm. Mott, we're over to you fill in the full name of the american singer blank blank pirate baird o'connell the full name of the american singer blank blank pirate baird b-a-i-r-d o'connell uh, sure captain beefheart <laughs> No, this singer's full name is Billy Eilish, Pirate Baird O'Connell. Did not know that. I didn't know Billy Eilish was American. I thought she was Australian. No, she's definitely American. Oh, I don't know why I thought she was like from Australia or something. Anyway, I don't Turner, know. which band did Lionel Richie join in 1968? The Commodores? Commodores is a correct answer. Mott. Which glam rock band was fronted by Mark Ballin? Mark Ballon, sorry. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. I know. Poland. My God. That's an O. Oh, my gosh. I know. The... Why do I know that name? Glam rock band. <sighs> All I can think is the darkness. That's not it. <laughs> I got nothing. I'd draw a blank. Uh, that band is called T-Rex. Ah! Okay. Turner. Amy Winehouse and Lady Gaga both duetted with which classic crooner? Tony Bennett. May he rest in peace. Tony Bennett's a correct answer. Mott. Lashane Parrish Crooks is the birth name of which iconic rap artist? Ooh. Lashane Parish Crooks. I, I know a lot of these, but this is one. This is one that I don't know. Um, yeah, I really don't know this. Um, Lashane Parish Crooks. Shit, I'm, I'm gonna know. I, I, I feel like maybe I'll know it when you say it, but I, I'm, I got nothing. Pass. Sorry, I took a minute out there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> To digest the bourbon cherries in my Manhattan, and they are delicious. <laughs> uh, that artist is better known by the name Tupac Shakur. Fuck, I almost said Tupac, and I was wow. like, that did, didn't sound right. Damn it. Wow. I don't know why. We're Turner. Anyway. And through it all, she offers me protection. Is from which Robbie Williams song? Angel? Angels is correct. I just said it, yeah. <laughs> my- well done. Which band had a one-hit wonder in 1976 with Afternoon Delight? Starland Vocal Band. Starland Vocal Band is correct. Turner, what did Stevie Wonder just call to say in his 1984 song? Uh, Chris, I love you. Chris, I love you is 100% the correct answer. (laughs) Mott, which band had a hit with the song It Must Have Been Love? But it's so it's got to be Roxette, right? Roxette is a correct answer. One of my favorites. Turner, which flamboyant singer's 2019 autobiography was simply titled Me? What? Which flamboyant singer's 2019 autobiography was simply titled Me? God, no idea. Um, I, I can't even. Adam Lambert. Uh, no, a little bit older. Uh, damn you, John uh, Rob Stark. That would be Elton John. Okay. <laughs> you, you had so few flamboyant <laughs> singers to choose from. My, I mean, that's a tough one. Despite you, lo- sorry, despite losing his left arm in a car accident in 1984, Rick Allen continued playing drums for what rock band? Def Leppard. Def Leppard is a correct answer. Nice. Turner, which, sorry, whose unforgettable song from 1951 was given added vocals by his daughter 40 years later? Uh, That would be the king, Mr. Nat Cole. Nat King Cole is a correct answer. 
and that song is amazing. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Mott, what country artist was known better as the man in black? Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is correct. Turner. Who did Elton John originally write Candle in the Wind about and who inspired the re-release in 1997? So we're looking for two answers. Uh, Marilyn Monroe and Princess Diana. And those are two correct answers. Marilyn Monroe, Princess Di. Mott, which song contains the lyric, Well, you can tell by the way I use my walk, I'm a woman's man, no time to talk. A Bee Gees question I'm going to get right. <laughs> Staying alive. <laughs> That's a Could have done without that. but <laughs> You could have, but you're not going to. All right. Turner, we are over to you. What song did Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney have a hit with in 1982? Ebony and Ivory. Ebony and Ivory is a correct answer. Mott, released in the year 2000, who let the dogs out with their hit song with the same name? The Baja Men. Baja Men is a correct answer. Who? Who? Turner. Which band consisted of Annie Lennox and David A. Stewart? The Eurythmics. Eurythmics is correct. Mott. Which 80s star sang Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper is correct. And a time check here, about five minutes remaining. Turner, fill in the gap in these Beck lyrics. I'm a blank baby, so why don't you kill me? Loser. Loser's a correct answer. My- I thought you were going to give the Spanish again. <laughs> <laughs> that one I know. Soy un perdedor. That's right. <laughs> Who did Lionel Richie sing alongside on the theme song for the 1981 movie Endless Love? Oh, no. Oh, was it um, was it Diana Ross? Is that your answer? Yes, that's my Diana answer. Diana Ross is correct. Yes. <laughs> Turner, over to you. What was the name of Buddy Holly's backing band? Shiza. Um I don't think he would have gone with a German name. <laughs> Probably not. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the crickets? Damn it! Damn, the crickets? Damn it! <laughs> well done, well done. Damn. Matt, we are over to you. Phil Collins was the drummer and singer for which English rock band? Genesis. Yeah, he gets the crickets, you get Genesis. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know. Turner, which song opens with the lyric, turn around, every now and then I get a little bit lonely? I see the fucking look in your eyes. <laughs> uh, total eclipse of the heart. Total eclipse of the heart by Bonnie Tyler is correct. <laughs> My, which band had a hit with Here I Go Again? Um, White Snake. White Snake is correct. I was, I was, it wasn't, there was an okay go, like had Here It Goes Again. And I think I was mm-hmm. hung up on that for a second. Anyway, BS. <laughs> Turner, who had a hit in 1992 with Baby Got Back? Uh, the knighted Sir Mix-a-Lot. Thank God Queen the Queen did that before she passed. <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot is correct. Mott, which rapper produced original songs for the soundtrack of the Marvel movie Black Panther? Ooh. Um, I'm ashamed to say I don't actually know for certain. The first name popped in my head was Common. It was not common. It was Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick. It's Kendrick Lamar. Damn it. Yep. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yep. Yep. All right. Turner, which English singer is known as the Prince of Darkness? I'm the Prince of fucking Darkness. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy <laughs> Osbourne is correct. My, what was the original context of the phrase, Elvis has left the building? The original context? Yep. Uh, what was the genesis for that phrase? What were they trying to convey? Uh, that he, I, I, I mean, that he was no longer in the casino. I don't know. <laughs> oh, close. It's that Elvis doesn't give encores. Uh, okay. All right. No, I, I get you. I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Turner, we're over to you. Which rock band had a hit with my generation in 1965? I mean, it's not Limp Bizkit? Uh The Who. <laughs> <laughs> the Who is correct. Mott, we're Shit, over to Limp you. Limp did rip off The Who more than once. Okay. <laughs> Which movie sees Aubrey Hepburn sing the song Moon River? Breakfast at Tiffany's. And I said, what about a correct <laughs> answer? And you said, I think I'll 
answer that now. Turner, we are over to you. Who released his first single, his first solo singer in 20... Who released his first solo single in 2017 with the song Sign of the Times? Harry Styles. Harry Styles is correct. Well done. Mott, which band covered Bob Dylan's Knocking on Heaven's Door in 1987? Um... I believe this is my second Guns N' Roses question, but it wasn't released until Use Your Illusion in 1991. <laughs> Guns N' Roses is correct. correct. It did say recorded, right? Yeah, it, it very well might have been recorded in 87, but anyway. Turner, released in 2012, name Lana Del Rey's debut single. Oh, the only freaking song I know by her is Summertime Sadness. It is not. It is video games. Okay. I was like, it's video. It's It has to do with video games. I didn't know it was just video games. I couldn't gotcha. remember the name. <laughs> All right, Mott. Which American artist designed Lady Gaga's chart-topping art pop album cover? Oh, gosh. What? Uh, which American artist designed her album cover? I'm supposed mm-hmm. to name. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Pass. It's a gentleman by the name of Jeff Coons. Yeah, yeah, I would never pulled that. All right, with that hot seat, round two is over. I've got your scores right now at 61 to 55, a six-point lead for Turner. Here's how your wager round is going to go. I am going to read you your categories. You're going to wager your answers based solely on the categories and nothing else. You can wager only up to the amount of points you've accumulated so far, but you can break them up among those three categories in any way, shape, or form that you want. I will tell you, I'm not being cute with the categories. They are pretty straightforward. Your rules are you cannot wager more than your total amount of points, and you you only have to wager whole numbers. Please don't make me do math. Well, more math. Here are your category titles. Question number one is in musical geography. Question number two is in how bands got their names. And question number three is in British rock. Lock in your wagers when you're ready. Wagers are locked in. We're going to go question by question through this. Question number one, your category is in musical geography. Also an amusing callback to Marissa on an old PTE episode. Frank Zappa, Tom Petty, Brian Ferry, and Bing Crosby all sang songs about what valley in California? Turn it whenever you're ready. I I, got to guess. All right. We're moving on to question number two. Category is how bands got their names. What band founded in New York in 1971 by Walter Brecker and Donald Fagan was dubbed by Rolling Stone magazine as the perfect musical antiheroes for the 70s and got their name from a steam-powered dildo from a William Burroughs novel, Naked Lunch. Locked in. Do you need that question again? Because he can't wait to say dildo. Hey, uh, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll take it again because <laughs> I know it. It's just, I'm, it's just taking me a minute. Which band? Founded in New York in 1971 by Walter Brecker and Donald Fagan, was dubbed by Rolling Stone magazine as the, quote, perfect musical antiheroes for the 70s and got their name from a steam-powered dildo from the William Burroughs novel Naked Lunch. I've even read Naked Lunch. That's the worst part of this. Do you remember the name of the steam-powered dildo? Found it. You said founded in 1971? Yes. How long do I have? Do I have a time limit? No, not necessarily. All right. I, I just need to, I need to clear my head for a second. Not long enough to go to your bookshelf and read, but you know. <laughs> no. I don't know if I still have the book. <laughs> All right, I'll lock in. Mott has locked in. All right, we are moving on to question number three. Your category is in British rock. This question is given to us once again by Brittany Shaw. A collaboration between teenagers teenagers with the surnames Welch and Summers is the origin story behind which British indie rock band active since 2007. This act has released five studio albums thus far, hit the Billboard Hot 100 with three singles including Dog Days Are Over and Shake It Out, and has songs featured on the soundtracks of both Cruella, 
and Game of Thrones. Locked in. Locked in. All right, we're going to go through these one by one. Question number one, category is musical geography. Also an amusing callback to Marissa on an old PTE episode, Frank Zappa, Tom Petty, Brian Ferry, and Bing Crosby all sang songs about what valley in California. Patrick, answer and wager, please. Uh, I wager 20, and I... This is obviously an episode I haven't listened to, so I just guessed a valley in California. Like I, ha- I'm trying to sing "Free Fall" in my head. I'm not sure if it mentions it. Ah. Uh, I said "Simi Valley," S I M I. All right, Mott, your answer and your wager. Yeah, this is a little unfair because obviously I've been listening since episode one. Uh, I said I wagered ten, and I said I left my heart in San Fernando. Mm. San Fernando is a correct answer. Good job. All right, with that, we got a 30-point swing. It is 41 to 65. Mott's got the lead. Question number two. Category is in how bands got their names. Which band, founded in New York in 1971 by Walter Brecker and Donald Fagan, was dubbed by Rolling Stone magazine as the perfect musical anti-heroes for the 70s and got their name from a steam-powered dildo from the William Burroughs novel Naked Lunch? I've said dildo too many times tonight. Mott, your answer and your wager, please. I forgot the New York thing, so I know I'm wrong. Uh, I wagered 20, um, and I was I was kicking around a bunch of 70s bands. I've heard this, and I just could not pull up which band it was. I ultimately settled on a band that just, even though I didn't recognize those names, I thought maybe they founded the band and then later left. Uh I settled on a band that is decidedly not from New York, but it just felt like they would have named themselves after a steam-powered dildo, and I said Aerosmith. All right, Patrick, your answer and your wager. Uh, I wagered 10 points, and uh, thankfully knew automatically from the two names that this is Steely Dan. Ah, shit, that's exactly who it is. Damn it. <laughs> Damn Mike it. got rammed by a Steely Dan. That is a correct answer. And we're right back to status quo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's still down 10. He only wagered 10 there, so it's 51-45. Yeah, Ma- Ma- uh, you, you the, same, the same lead, but it's 10 points less for each of you. Oh, yes, you're correct. Okay, okay right, right. Yep, yep, yep. That's all I was looking for. Thank you. Question number three, the category is in British rock. This question brought to us by friend of the show and frenemy trivia host Brittany Shaw. A collaboration between teenagers with the surnames Welch and Summers is the origin story behind which British indie rock band active since 2007. This act has released five studio albums thus far, hit the Billboard Hot 100 with three singles, including Dog Days Are Over and Shake It Out, and had songs on both the Cruella and Game of Thrones soundtracks. Mike, we're going to start with you. What was your wager here? I think, I think he means you. Hot. Does he mean me? Okay. <laughs> Uh, I wagered 25 on this one, uh, and I believe you might have left out the Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3 soundtrack, um, but I locked in with Florence and the Machine. Turner, your answer and your wager. Yeah, this this, this is going to be way more of a, a blowout than than I wished for, because I, I only bet five, because uh, I thought I didn't know anything about British rock. I wish you hadn't given the songs. I think it would have made it a little bit harder, uh, yeah. but yeah, it, it's Florence and the Machine. It <laughs> is Florence and the Machine. And Mike Mott. Good game, bud. Good game. That's a great game. Win on the wager round, which is not something we're used to saying here. Not at all. 70 to 56. Turner, that was a fantastic game. Oh, my gosh. Good game. I would love to do this again because I enjoyed enjoyed playing against you. Just fantastic game. I, yeah, I, I. I didn't think I had any chance, so I just I didn't know how to wager. So I was yeah, just yeah. I just kind of spread it across everything. But I, for whatever reason, felt the most confident on British rock. So there you go. I'll I'll take it. Great game. Absolutely. Wow. Well, Turner called his shot. Uh, one for ninety nine percent of the game. Unfortunately, wagers <laughs> got him at the end. But uh, Mike, Mike, you are going to be moving on to the championship game. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And over the next two weeks, we'll be determining who will be facing Mike in that championship game. Will it be? You know, I'm not even going to say their names. Yet. You're going to tune in and listen. Oh, wow. That's right. It's a tease. It's yep. a tease. It's a, it's, it is a, a dildo tease, we'll call it. 
Stop saying that. <laughs> Yeah. Stop saying dildo, guys. Stop saying dildo. <laughs> hey, listen. title of this episode. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the title right there. If you if you enjoy most of the content we bring you here from the pub trivia <laughs> experience and you want to support the show, you can be like our good friend Michael Patrick here. Head on over to patreon.com slash ptebb or just go to ptebb.com. That's got our landing spot for all of our shows. Uh, honestly, everything that we do here is going to be right up there from our Facebook group, our social medias to our discord channel, our Patreon, the, the merch shop, it's all there on PTEBB.com. Uh, before we go, did you gentlemen have fun tonight? Oh dude, I had blast. Always. I mean, always. How, how can you not have fun talking about music, drinking beer, hanging out with your friends? A- absolutely. I will 100% agree to that. And I will also point out that I have a piece of framed artwork here with me. I have not hung up on the wall, but. Oh, <laughs> Look at there. He's got a Rogers the Musical uh, little mini poster there. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, But ladies and gentlemen, we hope you had a good time tonight. We'll tune in. Well, feel free to tune in next week for the next episode (laughs) in the Hot Seat Head-to-Head Mini Tournament for Music Trivia for the Pub Trivia Experience. I have been Chris. I've been Mike Mott. (laughs) (laughs) I have been Michael Turner. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.